everyone. Welcome back to Vampire Weekday. Once again, I'm joined by my co-host Kevin as we tackle I Promise You from Peter Rabbit. Um, Ezra wrote the song for the soundtrack of the movie, famously starring the infamous James Corden. Um, <laughs> a, a lot of strong opinions on this one. <laughs> I mean, you have more strong opinions than me. I mean, you, you've made a lot of good points over the past couple of weeks about uh, Mr. Corden. Um, were we he talking about him? too much of my thought for my own good. <laughs> I feel like, were we talking about James Corden when you were here in Chicago, like before we'd even picked this song? We might have, because there's that whole flash mob there. Yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. That was insane. Because like, we talked about this to tell on the last week's show, but like, I remember seeing Into the Woods in theaters and actually thinking like, oh, this is actually kind of cool. And like, this guy has a cool voice and like, he's probably, he probably is very good in musical theater. And yeah. like, I think mean, we actually make the case that he is. I mean, in cases like Into the Woods. Um, but he's just got an annoying laugh, man. I really got, that's really, <laughs> that's my, that's my, and again, we all have annoying laughs. I know I have an annoying laugh, but I mean, it's, I don't, I don't see myself on a, late night talk show so <laughs> yeah well he was cast as the famous peter rabbit um there's a lot of controversy when he was cast and the first trailer that came out people were up in arms over how the lovable children's tale peter rabbit was displayed because he's kind of brash i think at one point in the trailer peter rabbit twerks um not not what uh, the author Beatrix Potter was probably going for uh, back in the day. Um, so early 1900s was when this was written. Yeah, it almost feels to me like this this Peter Rabbit character is closer to like a Bilbo Baggins than he is to like a brash character. You yes, know what I mean? Definitely. Um, that's the feeling I I I get from this character. Yeah, and they're both um, British, so makes sense. Totally, yeah. And I think when you make a children's movie in the year of our Lord 2018, um, the the goal is 90% of the time to can I keep a, a child entertained for 85 minutes? And most children's movies do that now. I mean, and that's good enough, right? Um, and maybe throwing a little bit there for the parents. And I think that what, what, what sets it apart is when you have a, a children's movie that's capital actually capital good like it gets a ton of pub and this movie had some pub back in the day um because i think the animation looks really cool and obviously we have a very good soundtrack um but beyond that it just you're, you're talking about the stuff like we're just twerking it's like it's just like there's a disconnect there yeah so i think people jumped at the trailer also this was the first movie from Sony Animation post um, Emoji Movie, which is infamous oh in its own regard. <laughs> but I think people just assumed this was going to be really, really bad. But from what I've heard, it's actually a good, decent movie. Okay, that's encouraging. Yeah. And and Sony Animation, since Emoji Movie has really turned it around, because they're the ones behind Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which I would argue is a top five animated film of all time it looks fantastic i haven't seen it quite frankly and i feel Bro. like people are accosting me Bro. from all corners of my life to see spider-verse it's uh it, it, it's a serious transgr transgression of mine yeah i gotta get on that but anyway the song in the movie uh was 
sung by James Corden at the end, once they've resolved their, all their problems, live in harmony, they're able to take food from the garden within reason is the key point they agreed upon. And um, yeah, it's kind of a nice little happy song about family and stuff and forgiveness because as you just learned right before recording, tell the audience uh, the tragic backstory prior to the film. So one of my favorite things about a Wikipedia article is just when they just lay it all out in front of you, like in the first line or two. So the first line of the plot synopsis on Wikipedia for the Peter Rabbit film is, in England's Lake District, Peter Rabbit, his cousin Benjamin Bunny, and triplet sisters Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail spend most of their days picking on old Mr. McGregor, comma, who had killed and eaten their father, comma, and stealing vegetables from his garden. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, I, like, <laughs> yes, that is a description of the plot, but at the same time, like, holy cow, man. I really wanted to find <laughs> the scene where that was described. Like, how is that communicated? How do you explain? Because, like, when you watch, like, Finding Nemo, it's actually made fairly obvious, like, what happens. with it, And it's kind of scary, but, like, yeah. that's a thing. But I, I can't imagine they would have done something similar for this movie. Yeah, I assume, do they even explicitly say he's eaten by the guy? Because I would assume the way to do it is just to say, like, oh, we all miss dad or something. But eaten is like, you have to make a very specific reference to the fact that the father was eaten. Yeah, yeah. And so then Peter Rabbit uh, accidentally kills Mr. McGregor. And so Mr. McGregor's... uh, nephew comes in and then hijacks ensue love sparks between the nephew and the kind lady next door um and eventually all is resolved it's actually very interesting how the wikipedia article describes mr mcgregor's death um one day peter is forced to leave his jacket in mr mcgregor's garden and goes back to retrieve it however it was a trap set by mr mcgregor who catches him but I'm not laughing here. It's just really kind of shocking how this is written. But suddenly dies of a heart attack. Holy shit. Due to decades of unhealthy lifestyle choices. Like, so the fact is... Putting the blame on the victim there. So that that had to have been... Again, I'm not like laughing like at the the victim. I'm laughing at like the absurdity of this. Like that had to have been like somehow again explained <laughs> in this movie that has a runtime of maybe rabbit is not the 95 minutes <laughs> well, this is i mean rabbit's good lean meat though i mean i don't really see an issue with it yeah i've had conejo it's it's good good meat well, this is really fast like this everybody stop what you're doing and just read the first paragraph of this plot summary on wikipedia i mean it's i actually kind of i kind of want to see the movie time. now yeah, I, I think next time we get together, we're going to have to do a live watch. Of I was going to say, I either watch the rest of this Bears game or I can start, you know, I could can, I can, I can get the movie on. <laughs> yeah, we're actually going to finish all of the Vampire Weekend songs and go on a year hiatus and then return just with a random live stream of <laughs> us watching Peter it's Rabbit. It's going to be us, like, on the top of a mountain somewhere watching Peter Rabbit. <laughs> so anyway, back to the song. Um, but yeah, the, the song, we won't dive way too into it, but, um, but Ezra did write it, um, and 
yeah, there has to be forgiveness between the rabbits and the um, McGregor family uh, for killing the rabbit's father, but also between the McGregor family and the rabbits for making their life kind of a hell, stealing all their food and Mm -hmm. welcoming um, animals into the fray constantly. So, so yeah, harmony has happened. And then there's a sequel and I don't really understand what the heck can happen in that sequel and all of it has been resolved. Well, I believe that's what we call a money-making plot. Mm, I don't know. Paddington 2 is one of the greatest films of all time. and Many people are saying this. <laughs> that the is power... one that everyone has told me to watch, and I have not yet. Because well, wasn't that the deal where like it got like a perfect IMDb score? People mm-hmm. freaked out. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, but like a lot of the like film, like YouTube channels and stuff I watch really, really believe that it's a fantastic film like one of the best of the 2010s wow okay and that's the thing it's like when you have a good kids movie like it does make wake because people figure that out you know and it's just like not every movie's a good movie but anyway yeah we're not not movie critics okay (laughs) so we're we're just freelance music journalists freelance music journalists (laughs) so so my question to you since we're not going to dive line by line, my question to you is, is McGregor's wall symbolism for the wall that Trump wanted to build in 2016? I purposely tried to not read into anything in this song. Because, like, <laughs> I like here's the thing. So Ezra writes this song presumably in what, like 2017, right? movie comes out in 2018 sure he's been doing this for like 10 years now and he's been woke for a while and to be fair there was some woke stuff on father the bride i almost feel like it would be too much for him to be woke here Uh, i don't i don't think ezra's this cheesy that's like another level i so here's what i think of this i I don't think think ezra was given the plot of peter rabbit and he wrote a song and by the way we haven't touched on this but it is a fantastic song the ezra version of this song is beautiful um we'll we'll dive more into that in a second but um i think he just wrote a song about the movie and then james corden cheesy as hell was probably like yes fight the power take down the wall and probably (laughs) thought it was about trump that's my take on it it's like i don't disagree with you because it fits Uh, yeah sure why not james corden wasn't he in that weird imagine video right when covid happened oh okay see now now i have to look at list of celebrities in imagine video (laughs) i think he was in i'd be surprised if he wasn't it pops up it like (laughs) autofills all right okay here we go 25 celebrities all right here's a cbs news article I'm not going to watch it. Okay. Maya Rudolph, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Sarah yeah, Silverman. That's a tough look. Jimmy Fallon, Zoe Kravitz, Natalie Portman, Mark Ruffalo, James Mardson, Linda Carter, Pedro Pascal, Jamie Dornan, Amy Adams, Sia, Sia, S-I-A, how do you pronounce her name? She has her own uh, controversies with activism. but yeah. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll skip we'll, that. We'll, we'll leave that to be. Leslie so. Odom Jr., who's got pipes. Eddie <laughs> Benjamin, Nora Jones, 
labyrinth. Nora Jones was in this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like Corden was involved wow, here. That's a Kristen Wig. They probably were like, who should we invite? And someone said James Corden, and they're like, nah, he's too cheesy, man. But like, <laughs> you think he's too cringe? If you're too cringe, they were the imagine unaware. Video. If you're unaware, too cringe, cringe, but they're like, oh, he's cringe. I feel like we're really digging into James Corden here. <laughs> This podcast is firmly anti-James Corden. Again, I, I try and celebrate. If he was starring a musical, I would love to see him. I think he'd be very good at he it. He was in a recent one on, I think, Netflix, maybe. It was okay. like called Prom or something. The little oh, bit I saw yes. of it was actually kind of funny. Because yeah, it's just he, making fun of like theater type people. He's so. got manic like high school guidance counselor energy for that sort of uh, thing. Yeah. Anyway, that's enough of that. Um, so where were we? The song. Oh yeah, is it about the building the wall in Mexico? No, oh, Mexico, yeah. Texas border. Um, well, was there anything else that I thought like could have been read as woke? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, even certain carnivores are in the clear. Yeah. That could be that could be read as like an us versus them kind of thing. Even certain Republicans are okay. <laughs> Yikes. Even never Trumpers are okay. Insert never Trumpers for carnivores. <laughs> it's, it's the Lincoln Project. They're they got a shout out. I don't You've rendered me speechless, here you go. <laughs> this is Lincoln Project. Pre-2020 election, Ezra's sowing the seeds for the Lincoln Project to come to the fray. I think Ezra's very anti <laughs> Or not even anti, just like they're kind of clowns a little bit. Yes. Yeah, like I, just commit. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure they were well-intentioned. Like pretty much yeah. everybody ever. Um, no one thinks themselves as the bad guy. I'm sure they were well-intentioned. Yeah. Um no gate, no wall could ever split us up. Our love's forever. No hate, no fear could ever keep us down. We'll stick together. I don't know. It kind of just gives me those, like, love trumps hate vibes. But, like, songs have ha- had these themes forever. Like, and I think, yes, I think... I don't think it's intentional whatsoever, but... So I think we're, like, so irony poisoned. That, like, we're looking... Like, <laughs> yeah. In this specific context, yeah, right. we're so used to like there being a double meaning with these vampire weekend songs it's like when we got to um stranger it's like oh this song is allowed to like not be woke you know like i I think think i think we're just not used to that because in this context you and i are exclusively talking about hidden meanings like think about when we went in on giving up the gun like that was like incredibly layered and like not even real but it was incredibly layered Mm -hmm. um this might just be a song because like most songs aren't like i mean they're 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 saying what they're saying here i think this is i think it's allowed to be that way yeah no i I agree with you i think you're right i just thought it was a funny uh accidental possible coincidence there and i think if you look at it it still speaks to Ezra's ability as a songwriter because i'm assuming he composed the music as well um and it's really, it's really quite a, as we were talking about, it, it's a banger. It's, it's an unbelievable tune. Um, the pianos are great. Um, do we want to talk about the different versions of this song? Yes, 100%. Okay. So I think 
I prefer Ezra's version. I think the instrumentation on James Corden's version is unique and cool. What I think it is, is Ezra's version is very in the modern vampires vein. The instrumentation, it could easily be placed after um, Obvious Bicycle, I feel like. And so... So that's, I think, the main difference. Ezra's version is very, very tame in how much instrumentation, very piano heavy, some nice chorus in the uh, background. Um, so I, I think it makes sense, the differences between the demo and what's actually in the movie. Yeah, so my understanding is that they play Ezra's demo in the end credits. Is that correct? Yes. And there's actually a few lyrical differences. Yes. So right at the beginning, we have one. Oh, right shoot. Away. Oh, shoot. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. So, so, oh, so Corden's oh, no. version starts with the line, life's tough when you're scared and small. And... Oh, yeah, so it's, it's Corden's version starts with, life's tough when you're scared and small, still tough when you're big and taller. Ezra's version starts with, recount, oh. it all. one day, though, you take a fall. Um, no, no, you're, you're it, it's, keep going. <laughs> Wrong side of McGregor's wall. And suddenly your heart's like a tennis but ball. But those lines are the same across both versions. That's why I stopped No, there. it's it's not wrong side. Oh, it is yeah. wrong side. Yeah, it is wrong side. Okay. But recount. Recount. Yeah, it's so it sounds recount. like sounds like Ezra's got some issues with the way the uh, state of Arizona's been conducting their elections. <laughs> how can it not? Wow. How, how can it not be about the call for election fraud in 2020? So, it's it's really fascinating how this this song from Peter Rabbit's truly prefigured the 2020 presidential election. Ezra, you heard you heard it here first, folks. Almost a year after the fact, <laughs> Ezra called the 2020 election back in 2018 on the children's movie Peter Rabbit, starring James Corden, a British children's movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's the one difference there. Um. Where's the other one? There definitely is another one, right? Is there? Um, so, okay. So, the Corden version. The Corden version. The Corden version, um, the lyrics are in that next little stanza Life's rough when you feel confused, still rough when you hear the news. Oh, yeah. That's and then the Ezra version is Wake up and you feel confused, slap found as you read the news that's what that was just what we copied from somebody in the youtube comments we could re-listen now to confirm that but yeah um there's a difference there i don't know if there's another one no i don't think so no so just vi- minor differences um you say you like ezra's version better i think ezra's vocals are fantastic for this song i think in an ideal world i would take the instrumentation from the Corden version and mesh it with ezra's lyrics because um i think the way those reverbed keys come in right at the beginning it feels very rostam produced i just mm-hmm. love the way that sounded um and it's it's just bright it's poppy 
Um, I don't know if it's like necessarily a Vampire Weekend song, but like when you hear that instrumentation, it's like, and you know it's a Vampire Weekend song, it just fits. Yeah, it really exactly. So this song is also interesting because this was the first Vampire Weekend related song that we got post-modern vampires. And so this is five years later and this is all we got. And I remember as a fan, it coming out and us being like, is this what, are we never getting an album? Is this like our life? We're just going to be listening to Peter Rabbit singles. <laughs> it's, it's the equivalent of sloppy steak song coming out with on, I don't, or I think you should leave. Um, but just imagine like four extra years. like four years down the line yeah. yeah i i guess i'm kind of happy that i became a fan when those first singles got released for father the bride so i didn't get strung along through that but who knows when we're gonna get lp5 i mean apparently the, i mean apparently the guys have been in the studio in some capacity over the past few months right yeah but i'm I just like really curious what the direction is going to be is it going to be like another father of the bride or and then I, I personally really hope they end up using what was supposed to be the title for Father of the Bride. Because are you aware of what was going Mitsubishi to be Macchiato, album? right? Yeah, yeah I it's guess such a good name. Because that title does not really... Oh, it, it doesn't really fit doesn't, whatsoever. It doesn't fit the album at all. Yeah, yeah I'm glad so they changed it, but for we sure. really should use it at some point. Yeah, I'm curious what direction they could go. Because, I mean, they've... I don't know. I don't know. It's exciting, like though. Maybe, like, a little more Heimlich. I don't know. I would like rock music. Thank you very much. I saw videos of Heim's performance at the Santa Barbara Bowl the other night, and it looked amazing. I I would like to see Heim in person. I think that'd be an enjoyable prospect. Yeah. Heim, Heim would be fantastic. Um, but, yeah, I don't have much more to say i don't either it's a fantastic song um sounds great good job ezra apparently this movie was released alongside 50 shades freed <laughs> and was projected to gross around 16 million it ended up making 25 million that's pretty good and then the next weekend it dropped a bunch because black panther came out and Black Panther was pretty good. Yeah. Um, in the UK, it was actually the biggest family film of 2018. I mean, that makes Coco. sense. Over Coco, though. So I haven't seen Coco, but people say it's like their favorite Pixar movie. See, this is, again, I'm, I'm a cultural agnostic. I, people, ha- people have to really like bother me to do things that are happening in the year of our Lord 2021. No, Coco is like... Tier S with Ratatouille for me with with for Pixar. People say it's like actually amazing. Yeah, I gotta get yeah. I gotta get on that. Yeah, like people like like grown men crying in, in the movie theater kind of kind of stuff. Yep. When was the last time you cried in a movie? Coco. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's happened for me since. I think the first time it happened was Toy Story 3, but I'm trying to think about I think it's definitely happened since, and I'm just trying to remember. The first time, we're, we're going deep here. The first, <laughs> time, the first time it happened for me was uh, Marley and Me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll do it for you. Sad movie. Pretty I much, gonna, if you have a dog die, like, it's a rough time. 
Yeah, I wasn't really as much of a dog person then, so it didn't really perturb me as much back then. Yeah, now it might get me. Yeah. What other movies? It's definitely happened since. Now, what book has made you cry? That's like the ultimate test. I what actually book don't... makes you cry? It's... I don't think I've ever cried in a book. Yeah, it's really hard. Yeah. When, when the... Uh... Where the fern grows, I think is what it's called. The red fern grows? Yeah. Yes. Oh. And that was also because a dog died. So. I was going to say to kill a dog. <laughs> you see a common theme here. <laughs> um, the last movie that truly had some sort of like upwelling of emotion for me was When Harry Met Sally. But that was mm, like crying. Yeah, that was, that was, that was big for me. Um, yeah, there's a book I read recent, A Little Life by Hanya Yanagihara. And that book, everyone cries. It's a and recent book, I, it looks like. I, it's a very, very sad book. But I did not cry at any point. And my friend actually got really mad at me for not crying. <laughs> <laughs> um, got close many times. But yeah, it's, there's a character in there named William. But like spelled like William Defoe. Willem, and, yeah. And a lot of his traits, like he's a famous movie star who stars in all these like obscure films that are kind of weird. No! And I, me and my friend discussed like, that's William Dafoe, right? Like, like it's, it's him. It can't not be, I feel like, right? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad everyone who came here to listen to Vampire Weekend got a nice discussion on Peter Rabbit, uh, celebrity culture, and books that make you cry i mean the purists are probably for the purists are going to skip this episode anyway because they can't they can't be seen with some non-vampy week stuff yeah because it's not really a vampire song it's got to be curated for the masses in multi in in a in a a movie right true true um okay favorite lyric i i i'm going first i gotta go even certain carnivores are in the clear that's a pretty good one. Um, French press and a plate of hay. That's my favorite. None of us wanted to take the recount lyric. Oh, that's right. We we could have picked a favorite lyric from either version. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, top five. Let's go. Stranger. Oh, wait, no. This life, then stranger. Um, unbelievers. Give me Flower Moon this week. Nice. Give me White Sky. I'm going to go Flower Moon. Um, then um, what is the Modern Vampires one I keep putting up there? I'll be, Oh, no. Um, Everlasting, uh, Everlasting Arms. Arms. That should yeah. be in my top five. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> uh, those two. And then Spring Snow, Campus and unbelievers groovy yeah then our song for next week well our hat for this week first of all um is a green trucker cap style um Notre Dame hat that just says irish on the front because it's irish wear green irish wear green um the green out was actually fantastic yesterday i was once again in south bend um really solid participation great crowd um actually played decently well um go irish for three and oh 
we got Wisconsin. Um, yours truly will in, in Chicago next week. Yours truly will be there um, because this is now my hobby, I guess, uh, going to football games. Yeah, I, su- I swear. <laughs> I have nothing better to do. And hey. it's making, I just, this is the second more Sunday morning I've woken up um, dehydrated, not from consuming alcohol, but just literally from being out in the sun all day. Mm. Yeah, that sounds right. But you know what? It's this a certain price you have to pay for the Irish being three, you know. But what are you, also, what are you gonna do? Also, fun note, um, I forgot to mention there's one uh listener who is in my chemistry department who found out recently about the pod, and now at every uh department social, whenever I'm in charge of music, he comes up to me and keeps yelling, play vamps, play vamps. <laughs> What's the what's the mood for these socials? What kind of music do you not feel is appropriate to play? Not vamps. <laughs> yeah. If you were gonna play, because like it's one of those conversations where like you could definitely sneak some vamps in any playlist. It's just a question of what you do. Yeah. Like you could sneak one in, but yeah. And it would have to be like something groovy, like Flower Moon. But it would have to be Flower Moon or This Life or something that's easy to listen. You know. Yeah. No, I, the vibes usually not easy to listen. It's got to be like vibes. Oh, it's got to go. Okay. Yeah. Diane Young, then. Yeah, that could be. A-Punk would probably hit. A-Punk would, would vibe, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the song for this week, Ottoman. Yes! Okay. <laughs> so, I, oh, we still have one more bonus track, I think. But this is our we're, – we're getting through them. We're almost this, but this, all the bonus So, the, the other bonus track was Arrow, right? Yeah. And that never actually got an official American release. So – you know, to the Last official American bonus. Track. I was, was going to say to like the record companies, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, figuring we covered Pizza Party, I don't think our standards are that high. I was going to say Sony's probably not coming for us if they haven't already. No, I don't think they are. Um, anyway, tune in next week to hear us discuss Ottoman. Take it easy, folks. Um, um.